welcome to another edition of the Unicorns Podcast. This is a podcast series featuring business leaders, motivators, innovators, and general go-getters. It's Unicorns time again, and today we're featuring a fantastic business called Nextdoor. It's a global company that's privately held out of San Francisco. Essentially, it's a tech app for neighborhoods. Jenny Sager is the head of Nextdoor Australia and also Nextdoor Europe. And I'm very pleased to say Jenny joins me on the program now. Jenny, welcome to the Unicorns. Thank you. It's great to be here. Okay. So for those not familiar with Nextdoor, how do you describe what it does? Sure. So Nextdoor is an app that helps you plug into the neighborhoods that matter to you. So if you think about where you live and being passionate about your place and and your community, that's exactly why Nextdoor was created. And neighbors all over Australia turn to Nextdoor every single day to get trusted recommendations from real people who live in their neighborhood. So we do go through a process where we make sure you're talking to real neighbors who definitely live nearby in your neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Um, Also to give and get help from that local community. And we've seen this happen a lot over the last year between bushfires and COVID where it could be simple things like, hey, I I need to be in isolation. Can somebody go pick up a few groceries for me? You know, toilet paper, of course. We all saw saw the rush. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Um, You know, medications, uh, walking your dog. You know, during COVID, my one of my neighbors, I'd never met her before, posted something about how she needed some help having her dogs work walked while she was at work. She was a nurse and she was working overtime. And so I started walking her dog. So lots of helping a hand and paying it forward like that. And then also building those real world connections with people in your local community. Now that could be neighbors where there's, you know, you're feeling lonely and you need somebody to go for a walk with or grab a coffee and just kind of building new friendships in the area. Or that could be with local businesses and and public services like local councils, RFS that also mm. use Nextdoor. So is it is it limited by geography as such where if you use an example where we both live in Sydney, you're not going to have someone, um, you know, 50 Ks away, you know, clearly they're not in the same neighbourhood. So how is, how is it broken down? So Nextdoor is purely built on proximity and your, your neighbourhood. Okay. So when the yeah. platform came into Australia, we essentially took the census data of suburbs across Australia, which in, in this country, we're really lucky because suburbs and neighborhoods basically go hand in hand. And some of the other countries where Nextdoor is in, it was a bit more complicated where that's not always the case. But in Australia, it's really what we call a neighborhood is, is really your suburb and basically mirrors um, postcodes to a point as well. So for example, if you live in... Bondi, let's say, mm-hmm. um, be connected to all of your neighbors also in Bondi. And then what we call your nearby neighborhoods, which is essentially a, a radius of neighborhoods around your suburb that is based off of both a population metric and a distance metric. So that if you live in a regional area where, you know, geographically, the distance of your neighborhood may be bigger, but if you go out 5Ks, maybe there's only an extra five people because you're in a very regional area. We want to make sure that if we expand that nearby neighborhoods, you're, you're actually getting to see some content from some neighbors nearby as well. But it's hyper-localized, so very small net um, as, as compared to something like a Facebook groups, which would be a very wide net mm-hmm. with people who live anywhere, essentially. 
And so when did it begin in Australia? So it came to Australia about two and a half years ago. Um, Nextdoor has been around in the US for about 10 years and then expanded first into the UK and the Netherlands about five years ago. And then into many countries in Europe, France, Italy, Spain, Germany um, in about three years ago. And then next came Australia. And what's the um, what's the local pickup when I say that the the Australian pickup? Like, how many people are on on the platform? How often is it used? What what are some of the the metrics around its popularity locally? Look, it's been really exciting the the last two and a half years. I have to admit that I when I took on this job of growing next door in Australia, it. I landed, um, I spent my first week with the company in San Francisco and then came back to Australia and it was just me at a desk <laughs> my kitchen. A business of but, one. <laughs> yes, a business of one tasked with, you know, growing this platform in Australia. And there were days where I sometimes I sat there wondering if I was doing the right thing. And then there were days where you feel like you're smashing it out of the park. But mm. it can be often feel really daunting when you, at the time, just being one person. Mm. But I'm really excited that in that two and a half years, we had just tremendous growth, both just in, in sheer member numbers and in content and engagement and how often people are, are using the platform. And Nextdoor is in every, so it is in every state and territory. It's available literally everywhere in Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, what we've seen over the last two and a half years is we are at um, a point where 96% of Australian households are in an active Nextdoor neighborhood. So meaning the app is currently being used by 96% of where Australians live. Um, when we look at our household penetration metrics, which is a, a metric that we look at all the time, in Sydney, we're already at one in every 15 households, which really? is great. There are people yep. on my street on next door. Yes, there are people on your street. Um, in a place like Canberra, that's at about one in every 10 households. And then, you know, there's, there's um, regions around like the Central Coast, for example, where we're at one in every 10 households around Newcastle as well. So, and, and I'm giving you some Sydney stats, yep. but it, yep. that echoes, you know, nationally, where if you look at somewhere like Perth, for example, we're at about one in every 12 households. So that's just been in, you know, two and a half years. So the uptick in Australia and really demonstrates that people were craving this community connection and, um, you know, without any kind of traditional marketing or some big flashy advertising campaign, which we've never done, the platform really just grew organically. And so I think it did highlight that there was this need for community connection and, and, you know, we've heard so much about a loneliness epidemic in Australia over the last two years, specifically, even before COVID. Yes. And I think that something like Nextdoor just shows that it's true. You know, one out of every four Australians say they feel lonely three times a week. And that mm. there's so much more to be done around that. And I, I think that's a space that I'm really excited that we've been able to make a difference in. And so how do people access Nextdoor? Is it is it it's via an app? that you download so you could you could use it on your phone, your iPad, your desktop. What's what's the tech behind it? Yep. So it is an app. It's just called Nextdoor. It's free. You can download it on iOS, Android. Um, but you can also, if you're not somebody who's into apps, you can definitely use the desktop version. You mm-hmm. can just go to nextdoor.com.au. Um, I think, you know, a great thing about Nextdoor, which is also really encouraging is we have a lot of older users as well. We have users and Nextdoor members that are in their late 70s, early 80s. Mm. We, had, we met a member recently who was 89 years old. And 
these can be people that are not necessarily overly tech savvy. Um, you know, I always think about my mom who's 73 and loves to send me emails in all caps, but she uses (laughs) By the way, I'm not shouting. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Not shouting. Just, you know, literally has hit that caps lock button to take that off. But um, I do that sometimes. (laughs) <laughs> we, we all do it once in a while. But still. Um, and so I think that's really encouraging, though, because we've created something that they feel safe on, that they feel like they are welcome on, and that they can lean on both for help from their neighbors, but also, again, just for that connection. You know, somebody I love, we, we have a group um, outside of Adelaide who formed a Mahjong group on Nextdoor, mm-hmm. where none of them knew each other. Somebody started this group and now there's all these elderly women who meet for three hours a week to play Mahjong together. And it's just really filled this void of loneliness and, and not having someone to connect with. And it's it's not just older people that are lonely. I mean, I can give you so many examples of, of younger people as well. And one of them being a woman named Shannon outside of Sydney who is was in her late 20s, early 30s when she first got on next door and her and her husband had moved. They were trying to have a baby. She didn't know anyone nearby and, w- and was going through some really tough times mm. emotionally while, you know, trying, trying to have a baby. And um, she just put herself out there on next door and just said, kind of struggling with depression. I'm lonely. I'm new to this area. Like who wants to meet up? And now she has a strong network of people that she says have truly become her best friends. Really? Yep. Absolutely. Amazing. It's just, that's, that's the stuff that, you know, keeps us getting up every morning and doing what we do because you can really feel next door making a positive difference. So I think you've touched on it, but what is the why behind all of this? Why are people uh, accessing next door and what do you attribute uh, the terrific growth behind, uh, behind the app to? Yeah, it's a good question. You know, Nextdoor was created from the get-go, you know, remembering that it was actually created 10 years ago Mm. in the US. Even though it's new in Australia, it's been around for 10 years. And the co-founders, who I obviously know really well now, they actually created the app because they started looking into the disconnect that came as a result of technology ramping up. So if you go back all the way to the 1950s, for example, and the TV was invented and people started eating dinner around the TV, which meant there was this breakdown of the family dinner. And that kind of started things off in a not so great direction, right? Where there there were these amazing technological advances, which meant that we were more connected than ever before. But the psychological effect from that was that we were actually more disconnected than ever before with each other, right? Mm, And so they looked at this and thought, you know, how can we actually create something that uses technology to combat that and bring people back together. There's a book called Bowling Alone, which um, I admit is very academic. It's written by a Harvard professor. Mm. So it's it's not exactly light reading in the bathtub, but it's, <laughs> it's a great book that really dove into this. And they they read that and that was when they really started to think about, okay, how can we how can we combat that this? And um, that was how they created Next Door. So from day one, it was actually created to combat this social disconnect and loneliness. And I think for us, what's been really encouraging is that we didn't pivot during COVID. You know, there were so many companies that said, oh my gosh, we're in this new world. We've got to change what we're doing. We didn't change what we were doing. It's just that our use case became exaggerated because everybody suddenly locked indoors, you know, at home, needing help, same with the bushfires. Like what happens when a crisis happens, you have to lean on that local community. And so 
we saw during both of those things a massive spike in both growth and conversation on the platform. You know, last year in Australia, we saw about a 91% increase in signups to Nextdoor mm. during COVID and about a 250% increase in conversation on the platform because people just saw more value in it than ever before. And now that here in Australia, we're kind of out the other side of COVID to a point What's encouraging is that we're not seeing a drop off. So it's not like that crisis ends and people say, oh, I don't need this in my life anymore. Yeah. And I think that's because, you know, again, we are in the middle of this loneliness epidemic in Australia. And we, we've done a lot of research into that as well. And, and last year, we partnered with Swinburne University to do a big study looking at the impact of neighborly connections. And what we found was that knowing just six neighbors. So we're able to quantify that number of people that you actually need to know to start getting those positive benefits on your mental health. And knowing just six actually is when you start to get those reduced feelings of loneliness, less stress around you know, health and finances, for example, um, over, an overall improvement in mental well-being. And that's just from literally connecting with like six people in your neighborhood. And so I think that feels achievable to people now where, okay, if you told me I had to connect with the entire neighborhood, I probably wouldn't know how to do that yes. without something like or But if you're telling me I just need to go outside or go onto a platform like Nextdoor and connect with six people alone to get those benefits, like that that's something I can do, right? Like that's something achievable. Yeah. And, and it's, um, you know, it's funny when you talk about neighbors and neighborhoods, often the experiences are vastly different. So, you know, I've, for example, I've, I've been to parties at friends' houses where four, five, six neighbours come over uh, and it's, you know, an amazing time to share, um, you know, a couple of hours with, with the neighbours, yet you'd go to other neighbourhoods and that would never happen. Yeah. So you, yeah. is, it, is it a matter of getting lucky or is it a matter of like really working at it? And, you know, and obviously this technology allows you to do that. I think what's encouraging is that we see the same patterns around the world, which to me means two things. One, we've built a platform that actually does achieve what we set out for it to achieve because globally neighbors are using it in the same way and it's and it it works globally it's not a situation where it you know works in one country but then doesn't resonate in another so i think it shows that there is this universal human need for this connection at the community level mm-hmm. i think as far as the growth you know where we grow and and how that works that is also mirrored globally where by nature we do tend to take off first in the i'd say denser populated areas like around key metros but I think my opinion and my hypothesis around that is because when you live in a really rural area, for example, let's say you live in a town, you know, an hour from Dubbo where yeah. maybe population 200 and the closest house to yours is, is 10 kilometers away, you actually probably know those people you do. because yes. it's a smaller town, right? And so it's actually in the more densely populated areas. And not to say we don't have a lot of members in regional areas, we do, but I think we usually take all first in the in the metro areas because that's where people actually know less people. Mm. You know, that the chances are, and if you think about like standard behavior, you kind of you get home from work or pre-COVID, you would get home from work and now you just literally get up from your desk in your kitchen. But anyway, <laughs> um, you know, you would get home from work, you'd kind of go in the front door, 
eat some dinner, whatever, watch Netflix or whatever. There wasn't that, there's not that hanging around outdoors and talking to your neighbors like there used to be when our grandparents were alive, right? Mm. Everyone's much more disconnected in that way. And so I think the next door tends to take off in the metro areas first, because that's, those are the habits of people who live there versus again, if you're in a rural area, like you, you know, that neighbor 10 kilometers down the road, because you're probably helping each other, you know, with your farms and, and somebody has got to go into town and pick something up and it's a 40 minute drive. So you're already leaning on each other. So I think, you know, it's just the different, different kind of social situations as well. So when you're in the app, um, how does it work? Are you are you posting for uh, you looking for friendships? Are you posting random thoughts? Are you um, buying and swapping? Uh, what, what what are some of the things you do once you're in next door? Yeah, it's actually all of the above. So I'd say one of the biggest reasons why people use next door is those trusted recommendations from neighbors. Yes. So you might need a babysitter, a tradie. Um, you know, a, a local restaurant, something like that, where if you put that out on other platforms, you're probably going to a very wide net. You might get some recommendations back from four hours away. You might get it from somebody you've never heard of before. The difference with next door is, again, those are people that are definitely your true neighbors. So that level of trust, it's like a personal recommendation from your best friend, right? Where if, and I have actually found my last three babysitters off of next door. <laughs> yeah, very good. Yep. The best babysitters I've ever used. Not just saying that because I work for the company, but it's been great. Um, and so there's definitely a really big use case around that trust and getting those trusted recommendations. Um, the second thing is what you mentioned around that, you know, meeting other people and, and finding really just like-minded people in your neighborhood. So you might be into, let's say, something active like hiking or running or walking and maybe your friend who lives in a suburb an hour away is also into walking, but that's hard for you guys to kind of get together and do mm. that. And so you can find like-minded people on next door and get those social activities going. Or if it's not something social, it might just be, um, you know, hey, I'm really into video games, for example, and you just kind of want people to chat to about that. Um, so there is really a really big piece around finding like-minded neighbors that share similar interests, but also just just people to spend time with. Um mm. One of, you know, uh, one of my neighbors actually started a coffee group on next door, which she's actually had to kind of, I Rain so what we can say. It's too popular. Yeah, because <laughs> there's so many people. And, um, Sorry, guys, we're closed. <laughs> well, it was just, you know, what she ended up doing actually was changing uh, the age of it. So she's in her late 60s and there were so many people turning up that she finally had to say, actually, okay, we're going to make this a coffee group for just women in their late 60s <laughs> and love all the rest of you, but maybe you should go start another one for 40-somethings, you know? Um, and it was just getting too big. But so there's a big piece around that again, I think at heart, it's really a loneliness thing, right? Of just wanting to meet, sometimes sometimes people just want to meet new people, but just having that regular connection in your community. And then there's also um, just staying up to date with that essential information. So we do have um, public services, like I mentioned, like local councils and emergency services and things using Nextdoor to kind of publish those updates to the neighborhood as well. And so staying up to date with that important local information as well. And and you mentioned selling, selling and swapping things. We do have um, a a sell and swap part of the platform, which is for sale and for free. And the difference with that, as opposed to something like a gum tree, I think 
thing we hear the most from our members is that the buyers turn up and they turn up straight away because you're They're around the corner. They're around the corner. Exactly. And so that the with for sale and free, it goes a bit wider than your neighborhood, but we've all had this happen on Gumtree, right? I've had it happen numerous times where you post something, they say they're gonna be there and then they ghost you and never turn mm. up, right? Mm. Um and the, that's the biggest thing I, that we hear from our members is that the big benefit from our for sound free is that the people turn up because they're down the road. So it's, and it's quick, you know. So I'm sure you've answered this question before, but um, there, there would be a large number of people who don't know um, Nextdoor, but they might know Facebook and they would know yeah. Facebook groups, um, yeah. Facebook community groups, for example. So how, how do you describe the difference or, or similarities be- between the two of you? Yeah, I think the um, the biggest differences, I would say, is one, remembering that next door is definitely the true neighbors in your area. You can't be a bot. You can't be somebody who lives a couple hours away. I'm in Facebook groups for my community. Mm-hmm. And there's you know, there can often be 25,000, 30,000 members in there, which is more than the people that live in our community. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And you get a response, you know, you ask for a, a place to go out to dinner, for example, you get a response from someone who's five hours away and recommends something an hour away. And so the community thread is actually lost when they get that big. And and remembering again that these are true neighbors on next door. Um, so that's one thing. I the, the second thing that we hear from our members all the time, very regularly, and we do make an effort to build next door as a positive and kind environment yes. for our members. The difference we hear from our members a lot is that Facebook groups, they get so big that they become quite toxic and Mm. the conversation Mm. can often take a really negative, toxic turn and that they don't find that on Nextdoor. And, you know, our, our mission as a company is to build a kinder world where everybody has a neighborhood to to rely on. And that word kind, it, it infiltrates every decision that we make Mm. and we take a lot of steps in the product to to feed into that. And so I our members really feel feel that. So I think that's probably the second thing. But we do see people using both. Obviously, you know, sometimes you'll see somebody post, oh my cat's gone missing. Yep. And then somebody says, oh I think I saw that cat in our local <laughs> Facebook group. And then they get in touch with each other. Yeah, of course. Well that, yeah. you know, and- that's very helpful. Yeah. Yeah. So you do see that happen sometimes as well, but I think those are probably the two biggest differences. And, and again, getting that local, the local updates on next door where you can go to one place and hear from your local council and the emergency service and your neighbors, you can get that all in one place, as opposed to on Facebook, you'd have to go the local community group, but then also follow the council and then also follow something, you know, so really finding all of that in one place specifically for your community. You mentioned, um, people using it who are elderly what about young people and what's 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 the age range uh and and say gender split is it is it a little bit of everything from say i don't know 18 through to 90 equal men and women or is it what what, what are the stats there it's almost bang on 50 50 with men and women Mm. so if i remember correctly it's like 49 percent to 51 percent it's it's almost dead on, which is pretty remarkable. Um, And then as far as the age split, you can get on next door as young as 15. Um, We do see, which I love seeing, a lot of university age students use it to pick up extra work. So lots of 
of, um, you know, babysitting or dog walking, like things, what we call neighbors for hire, where they were uni students, they just want some extra cash. So that's a really big use case for our younger members. But also still, there's that loneliness piece where we see them forming a lot of groups, social groups, things like that, just to connect with people that are their age and live nearby. Um, And of course we do, not just for younger people, but we do have a fair bit of dating groups that we see. That was my my (laughs) next question. Has anyone found love through the platform? We have actually had two people find, meet on, two couples, I should say. So four people meet on Nextdoor, get engaged and get married in the last two years. Fantastic. Um, wow. Which is amazing. We are not a dating platform, but we do. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we just do letting the magic lot. happen naturally. Yeah, we do see a lot of a lot of kind of dating and singles groups pop up and a lot of cultural groups as well. So you'll see, you know, Filipinos on next door or Punjabis on next door, which is also great because they find local people that they connect with that share that cultural background, which I love seeing as well. Um, but back to your age question, look, the majority of our members do fall around, I'd say 30 to 65, but we do have a lot of members, both younger and older than that as well. And I, I do love seeing both ends of the, of the spectrum and, and how they use the platform and, um, really just the, the connecting. And sometimes you see them connect with each other, which is also really exciting where you may see, you know, an 85 year old grandma and then the 27 year old down the street volunteers and puts her hand up to go mow her lawn on a regular basis. Really? And, yeah. And, yeah. And do you have like, if you use that example a little bit further, uh, older people that um, are lonely, they don't really have any family. There's no community ties that they would essentially flag that through the platform and say, listen, I'd love to have a cup of tea or a cup of coffee or, you know, something with someone just for a little bit of company. Absolutely. We see that all the time. And I think when I started at Nextdoor, initially I was really blown away at the courage and the the way that people put themselves out there. And when I started to meet members and I would ask them about like what, what prompted them to do that, because, you know, that can be a big thing to put yourself out there like that. And they always say that they just feel really safe on Nextdoor because it is that hyper-local platform where they know they're only talking to their neighborhood. So that encouraged them to put themselves out there like that, where they felt welcome and they, and they felt safe. And I think the interesting thing about it is once one person does it in the neighborhood, you just see it take off where other people start yes. doing it. Like yes. everyone's gone, oh, thank God somebody said this because I, I need this in my life too, mm. you know? And I think, you know, it's it's encouraging, but it's also so important for us to remember that if you're feeling that way, you're not alone. And I guarantee you, if you put yourself out there and take that first step, you will be welcomed with open arms and so many people will, will follow suit and also do it. And I think even working for the company, it's had a subconscious effect on my own behavior where now, like when I'm out in the street, in my own neighborhood, I might say hello to somebody that maybe three years ago, I maybe would have just stuck the headphones in and kept walking, you know, or, or a, like a, just a little wave or a, you know, yeah. Um, and also just helping people like just, I think it makes you more aware. Like you're, you're more tuned in to when somebody needs a hand or, and things like that. So um, it, it's really interesting, you know, with that study that I mentioned, we also looked into just small acts of kindness and the impact mm. that they can have. And we found that literally even just saying hello to somebody you don't know in the neighborhood. So all the way up to big things like 
you know, mowing along or bringing the bins in or, you know, actions like that. But literally just saying hello to somebody that you don't know can have a huge impact on both your mental health and that person's mental health. And so, you know, it's important to remember that small gestures go a long way and, and um, it's okay to do like, there's nothing wrong with doing that. And in fact, in fact, you're going to see a great result from doing something like that. Now, Jenny, I do have a note here saying that Nextdoor has just made the list, the Time 100 list of the most influential companies in the world. Uh, that That is a huge honour. Um, tell us about that. Yeah, it is. So this is actually Time's inaugural list of the 100 most influential companies in the world. And so we could not be more excited to make it onto this list. And I have to admit that when I opened it up to see who else was on there, (laughs) I was like, you've got to be kidding me. We're next to like SpaceX and Tesla and Airbnb and, you know, these companies that are, you know, 10 times the size with 10 times the Mm. amount of backing as well. And I think to find yourself on that list is just, it's been so exciting. And it's just, again, it's in, it's exciting for us because we know that what we're doing is making a difference without having to adjust along the way. And that there is this natural human need for, for this connection in your local area. And I think in Australia, I think when I first moved here, I was so surprised at how passionate people are about where they live. You know, the, the rivalry, <laughs> yes. for example, between like the northern beaches and the eastern suburbs of Sydney or, you know, Ballarat and Geelong or wherever those, there's rivalries yeah. everywhere, but everywhere. it's all everywhere, but it's, it's good spirited, right? It's just because people totally love where they live in this country. And I think that's really exciting too. We see that passion for community come out as well. Well, let's uh, let's look ahead, Jenny. To um, I don't know the next twelve months, next couple of years. Uh, you've got some great momentum in the business now. What, what are some of the things uh, you're looking to do as head of Nextdoor Australia uh, in the future? Yeah, I think we're 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 going to just kind of I'd say double down on what we're already doing and just really helping more Australians than ever before connect in their local communities and really working closer with our public service partners as well. So those emergency services and, and local councils and, and partners like that, because we know we, we do often ask our members what they want to see more of on Nextdoor. And there is a real hunger for more of that essential information coming through Nextdoor and that desire to just get it all in one place. And I think with some of those partners, they share a challenge of being under-resourced when you look at, you know, local councils and emergency services. Um, they don't have, you know, big comms teams or social media teams or anything like that. And they've got important information that they're trying to distribute at a residential level. And that's an area that we can really help them. So definitely expanding those kind of partnerships. And, um, you know, I'd really, really love to just also help different cultures through Australia. Like when we think about our indigenous population, like how can we help them communicate with each other better? And knowing that there's often a big geographical distance between some of those communities, like how can we help them overcome some of their challenges as well? Well, Jenny Sagar, it's been wonderful catching up with you today and we wish you all the very best uh, in the years ahead. Jenny Sagar from Nextdoor Australia, thanks for joining us on The Unicorns. Thank you so much for having me.